guys. Welcome back to Love That For You. I am Jules, if you're new, and I am with my husband. What's up, everybody? This is Pat. Julia's husband, Pat. Say that again, Pat. Pat. Okay. <laughs> so today we have a really fun episode. We just actually finished recording with Caitlin Nolan, who I'm not sure if you guys are familiar. Her food Instagram is Foodie Girl. And she is like a pretty well-known TikToker for her wellness, lifestyle, uh, fitness, recipes, kind of like morning routines. Like that is her niche. That is where she thrives and she does such a good job. I found her on TikTok through some of her really fun, easy, simple recipes. So I was like, I have to get this girl on the podcast because... I just think that her approach with a lot of things, um, confidence and all of that stuff is amazing. And when we talked to her, she lived up to the standard for sure. Yeah, we just finished interviewing or not interviewing, recording with her and it was awesome. I feel like there are just some parts of the conversation that I think you guys are going to enjoy where I was like sitting here like, wow, I'm actually like learning something that I need to like start putting into my own life. So yeah, just really good. Yeah, we have great conversation. And then you guys also ask some questions so she answers some questions um what are some things she goes into that we can i mean she talks about some of her um you know a little bit of like where her passion come from passions come from what she does to stay productive kind of like her daily routine her morning routine she gets into some recipes specific she kind of talks about her approach to like self-care yeah and like her mindset too which i think is a really Something you guys will really enjoy. So, um, yeah, that is the episode, and I'm, I think you guys are going to like it. Yeah, we hope you enjoy. Let's bring her on. All right, why don't we start and get into it, since we only really know you from what I see. Like, we've never met you in person, so it's nice. Um, why don't you give us a little background just about, like, where you're from, yeah. where you grew up, all of that kind of stuff. Take us Perfect. from the beginning. <laughs> okay. For anyone who doesn't know, my name's Caitlin Nolan. I'm 22 and I live in Arizona. I grew up in Arizona, so I've never moved out of Arizona before. And I live with my boyfriend. I started doing social media probably like a year and a half ago, and I actually started on TikTok. And then it once that started going, I made a YouTube channel and then I post consistently on both my Instagrams now. And I have like two huge passions in life. It's fashion and then um, just like wellness, lifestyle, cooking. So I have two separate pages for that. And yeah, I just like, I'm not in college or anything like that, but my boyfriend is. So we do live near ASU and we just have like a very chill lifestyle. So that's what I do for work full-time. I'm like full-time, oops, hold on. I'm a full-time content creator, whatever you want to call it, YouTuber. Yeah. yeah, it's been so fun. Like, I'm so happy that this has turned into that because it's one of the like best professions, I feel like, because it's creative and inspiring. And I just like love it so much. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, that That's ahead. awesome. Completely unrelated. But when you said you're from Arizona. I was going to say, my, we love Arizona. <laughs> so we did a trip earlier this year or last year to We've been there twice Arizona this year. And freaking loved it. Um, what where part in are you? Arizona are you? I'm in Tempe, Arizona, and I actually found your Instagram, Jules, from your trip to Arizona. It act like that's okay. when I first discovered your page. I think probably just like on Explore, they knew I was in Arizona. Yeah. So you guys went to Sedona and yeah. it mm-hmm. popped up. So I was like, that's when I first found your page. And yeah, I love Arizona. It's definitely very hot. And everyone, that's the first thing people say when they get here. They're like, okay, you weren't kidding. It's very, very hot. <laughs> but I grew yeah. up here, so it's kind of like I'm used to it by now. But it's totally. so fun. I really, really like it here. 
Yeah. Yeah. So how far is that from Sedona or Phoenix? I think it's about two hours from Sedona. And then like from Phoenix, it's like 20 minutes. Oh, okay, cool. Do you get out there a lot? Like into just different parts? Sometimes. Yeah, like if yeah. we want to go out to eat, we don't mind like traveling far for like an, like a trying new restaurant. So we do get everywhere, but like to Phoenix, definitely not like Sedona. We wouldn't just like drive two hours for dinner. But um, yeah, I've definitely been to Sedona before. I want to do I want to do another trip there because it's so beautiful for like hiking. That's what yeah. a lot of people love to come to Arizona for is the hikes. Yeah, we loved it. That was like one of our favorite spots that we've like ever been. It was so great. So pretty. Yeah, we, we loved Sedona. And actually, my younger brother actually is getting to Sedona today. Oh, yeah, so. for their first time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's their, him, him and his wife, it's their first trip out there. So yeah. <laughs> we, we gave him all the good recommendations uh, from our trip. So, yeah. Caitlin, what, what did you say your passions were? I think you Fashion, said it was. Fashion, wellness, cooking, fitness, just like all of the like lifestyle things I love doing. I've always yeah. like loved doing that. Yeah. Yeah, that, that, that's awesome. And it's funny. I feel like those passions over the past year, like in COVID, have really come to the forefront because to me, they're all like, um, like self-care type things, mm-hmm. right? You, you want to work out because you want to take care of yourself. You want to, you know, have the um, like cooking even like so something for me over the past year. That's how I found that, your page. They're like all of your recipes. Yeah. 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 And like taking on cooking and then also I know like talking about productivity, like how many people's lives have shifted from like going into the office to having to now figure out how to be productive at home. Um, Yeah. So that's really cool. Where do you think those like passions for you come from? I think um, what you said, like how these things relate to how you feel when I first started like really getting into just like wellness and lifestyle habits, productivity, self-care. It was, I think, my sophomore year of college. And I it was all for me, like, how I wanted to feel. And now, like, that's what continues to keep me going. I always get questions on how do you stay motivated with your habits and things like that. Mm-hmm. And it's really just because it does make me feel so good. And I, like, I feel like everybody wants to feel so good. But I've just noticed such a huge difference that that's what, why I'm so passionate about just, like, self-care habits and Mm -hmm. so it started i i got very into like my habits and um like discovered my passions within the last two years so that's like when like my whole like wellness journey or whatever you want to call it like started or like self-care was about like two years ago so that's when i got into like all of these little passions i've always been into like fitness Mm -hmm. and i grew up playing sports and stuff but i like realized that these are like really my favorite things within the past two years Yeah, I feel like it's funny for me when I do things that are like good for my health or we always talk about this because like sometimes we'll go out at night and we like drink or whatever. And then the next day I'm like, I hate this and I continue to do it. But like, you know, in the moment I'm having fun. But then when I do things that are like self-care and like things for me and lifestyle and working out and like eating healthy, I'm like, I feel so good. And I feel like people just need to like realize that like what those things are and it's like it's hard to get into but like once you like realize how good you feel and like what those things are I feel like it's just like then you know which is good versus like I used to never know like what was yeah what I've found has helped me find the things that I am like passionate about that I like to do every day 
is I just like like to really like analyze and notice what do I feel good after even like going out and like sometimes we'll go to like restaurants and drink too and I do not feel good the next day but in the moment I did feel like happy and it's exciting trying like different drinks or whatever it is so just like noticing those things and so some days I do want to feel that like going out that funness and then some days I like to feel like good after a workout you know and then just like adding those things is what I do to my routine to kind of like balance it out you know balance. <laughs> yeah, I, I was just about to say the way you were talking about it and you said it there at the end the word balance because I mean l- like all of the things that you want to do or I want to do, we want to do, like there's going to come with sacrifice mm-hmm. and right if you want to um you know really pursue like a fitness journey, you're going to have to sacrifice maybe some things other things you like or maybe sacrifice time with somebody or some people. But when it comes to and um, like the fun and enjoyment of like going out, going out with friends, having a couple drinks, you know, like you are going to sacrifice the next day, which I think is like the, the balance of it, right? You're going to yeah. have a lot of enjoyment with going out, but you are going to sacrifice some of the next day. You are mm-hmm. going to really enjoy going to the gym or whatever you do for fitness, but you are going to sacrifice that hour or two hours with your boyfriend, right? Like mm-hmm. there's always going to be the There has to be balance, yeah. Yeah, yeah. there has to be. And yeah. I feel like that, I I like love the word balance and I always have because I feel like it really does fit into all parts of life, not just like wellness, like even with like school or work and working from home, you have to have like find what works for you. And like a lot of that is just like, trial and error or like you're never like being okay with it not being perfect and like that's mm-hmm. how I just like look at life I try to be like not so like even like working from home I set up a desk in my um kitchen I'm like I should only work at the desk but sometimes like right now I'm like I want to be cozy on the couch you know so it's not always going to be perfect but just like mm-hmm. finding the balance so that like at least you're trying you know like trying is like the number one I'm smiling because I have like literally the hardest time with that like yeah yeah. I am so bad I'm I'm okay with like balance but I'm like have that guilty conscience of like if I'm not doing this this time or if I did this that night and the next morning I feel like this I'll be like so guilty about it Mm -hmm. so that is like do you ever struggle with that or is it something you've like learned um I think definitely with what we do for work, I know you guys also do social media, it's hard because we show a lot of our life, so it's hard to find a balance of what what can I not show because I've felt that feeling too if we go to like a really fun restaurant or something and I'm like, you know, I'm going to put the vlog camera down or not story or something and then later I'm like, oh, I should have, like that would have yeah. been really cool to get. So it's like hard <laughs> to find the balance. So I've definitely struggled with that and I still, like that's definitely something I haven't, like reached the balance yeah. for because I, I just pick it up all the time yeah do you guys like have any tips because you guys have been doing this a lot longer than I have or just like in general with work like finding a balance for um your guys's like schedule like where to like put the phone down and stuff it's mm-hmm. so when I very rudely interrupted you there that's what I was about to say because we had we'd done an episode about this recently where people were asking us like how do you find balance with like what you're going to put into the world through social media versus like how does it you know still vibe with like when you guys need to have alone time and I would say early on for us it was a struggle it still is it still is but I would say because we've been together now for a while like we've kind of learned how to manage it but early on for us it was definitely 
me always pointing out like, hey, can you put your phone away? Hey, can you put the camera away? Like, I just want to have us time. <laughs> and and then it kind of evolved to like, and part of that was like me not fully understanding her world of work. And then so once I started to learn it, it was like, okay, let's film, you know, if we go to dinner, let's make sure we film us going there. We can film appetizers and like our first drinks and then let's not film for the next hour and a half. Like let's yeah. like set boundaries. And like that was, um, you know, the, the term for us was like, we got to create boundaries around yeah. when we're going to be working and I'm doing air quotes working <laughs> and, or when we're just going to be having our time, when we're going to be having yeah. date time, when we're going to be. Yeah. I, I feel like also I was listening to a different podcast and this girl was talking about, I don't know if you know Tinks yeah. from Twitter or Twitter. TikTok. <laughs> anyway, she was talking yes. about like um, being okay with like not having the correct amount of balance right now because like I feel like we're still in a period of growth, which you might feel that too. Yeah. And we're like at an age where we're like working really hard. And it's like, this is the time where we like don't have to have this perfect balance and like have to, like, we can forgive ourselves for being like looking at my phone when I first wake up. Like I don't have to be yeah. so good with it, mm -hmm. but you know, yeah. learning the balance <laughs> and that's another thing I always like post on my page too because it can be hard especially with what we do like Instagram is a highlight reel and I feel like yeah. everyone is I think it's good a lot of people have been like talking about that lately everyone knows that Instagram's a highlight reel and us as like creators we want to show as much reality as we can but it's also hard because when you like do have the days that are you're not being productive and stuff it's harder to pick up the camera but I mm -hmm. always like clarify that on my social media too, because it can be easy to look at my page and just be like, oh, she works out every single day. Like, no, that's yeah. totally not the case. And it's just important to not to like compare yourself to someone else, especially in the part of life that we all are at, because it's like, it's easy to think, oh my gosh, they have their life together. When in reality, like most of the time, no, nobody has their life together, yeah, you know, you and it, no it can look like <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah, it can look like that. Mm. And just like everyone needs to just try their like their hardest and focus on what they're doing because it can be hard when you get caught up on like oh what's everyone else doing you know yeah which is like all the time <laughs> yeah, I, yeah I think like the term comparison is um, like when everybody is on social media and everybody in your guys industry is on social media it's like oh she did this today I didn't do that therefore I'm a lesser or oh he mm -hmm. posted this but I can't do that yet because I don't have this you know mm -hmm. it's just like mm -hmm. such a world of comparison and that's um you know I think it's tough and there's definitely a level of like confidence in yourself and like self-care and mental yeah um like mental health that ties into all of that so no I wanted to ask you first um before we get in we're gonna do like a little bit of mm -hmm. each of what your yeah. passions are but I just kind of wanted to know and maybe other people want to know like I didn't start following your TikTok until recently when you had a lot of followers and did were you like this overnight type of I know TikTok is a little bit easier to be, like gain followers which is great yeah. for us so why don't you just tell us a little about like TikTok I know you have a pretty big okay. YouTube following too and yeah. you know Instagram whatever just like kind of how you got your following and that timeline yeah. I definitely like started on TikTok and I think that my growth on all my other platforms really did come from TikTok because I I talk about my YouTube channel on there all the time and will say when I post a video and stuff and I first started on TikTok um probably a little bit more than a year ago 
And just like right when quarantine first started, when TikTok was like not first starting to get huge, but that's when I first downloaded it. And yeah, ever okay. since the beginning, I, I like all of my content that I post right now is the same like niche that I started in. I just always kind of had it for like confidence, like glow up and like recipes that just niche. And if my first videos started like taking off and then it was just like a steady growth from there. And um, so just like TikTok specifically is kind of like my foodie Instagram. It's very like niched to wellness, I would say, and like confidence and that type of thing. And then my YouTube and my personal Instagram is where I just kind of like do all lifestyle updates and stuff like that. So I definitely started on TikTok. And I think that most of the people who find me are still coming from my TikTok just because it's so much easier to like, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like you get more exposure on TikTok with the For You page. So anytime anyone comes to me and they ask, how do I start a following? Honestly, I always say just start on TikTok and just post like what you're passionate about. And another thing is for me, what I always did was think about what I wanted to add to the social media space, like what was missing and then fill that hole with my content. Cause I feel like that's a organic and like authentic way to like um, start your social media careers, just posting what you really want out of an influencer and then just be that like space in the um, social media world. Yeah, totally. I feel like it's a lot easier when you like have a passion about something and you're able to like post Mm -hmm. organically about that. So that's awesome. I know YouTube is hard. I feel like my following does not come over from TikTok or at least I haven't noticed. Like, I mean, I started on Instagram, so I feel like it's different, but TikTok is very you can grow quicker, you get more exposure there. So it's definitely like more fun. I feel like everyone would agree right now that it's like more of a fun platform to be on. I also think that there's not much pressure on TikTok to like it. I like that it is kind of more real, not that Instagram or you, not that you can't be real on other platforms. I just think like with Instagram, even for me, like before I post a picture, I want to make sure that my feed looks good, you know, and there's like none of that on TikTok, which I really like. So it feels more in the moment which I really like yeah Yeah, TikTok is great I feel like I just post whatever and sometimes I'll just post things like I'll post like three or four times a day which I would never do on Instagram and I'll just like post random stuff because you never know who's gonna see it and sometimes it's the videos Mm -hmm. that you're like oh this is stupid and then people like really relate to and it's like yeah just so wild so I'm I'm still in awe of TikTok yeah, well, he does it with me on my TikTok. Like, I'll uh, yeah. be like, we're doing this video today. I, I was in a, oh, you guys will get a kick out of this. I was in a work conversation the other day, and I, I have my full-time job outside of, uh, you know, this podcast and working with Julie on some stuff. And I was in a conversation with this guy who is the chief information security officer of a, like, a $4 billion company. Like, it's a big company, and he's just the most down-to-earth guy. Like, I love him. And he and I were talking. It was a one-on-one conversation. And I was telling him about the podcast, like going on a little bit about our life. And he went and checked out, maybe he Googled our names or something. Oh, gosh. And (laughs) the first thing he comments is about me on TikTok. And I'm like, oh, my goodness. Like, I don't even, because I don't, like, follow Julia's TikTok to the point where I'm, like, scrolling her feed and, like, seeing what it is. Yeah. So I was like, oh, my goodness. I, I, I hope I didn't was. mess up. Like, I don't even really know what's on your TikTok or what I'm in on your TikTok. 
So I was like, it's oh, so funny. Or it's gosh. like me talking about you. Yeah, it's it's so funny. <laughs> but it it's funny because so this is a guy he has like an 11 year old and a 14 year old. So like it's really important to his kids TikTok. So yeah. that's like why yeah. he has an account even so he can like relate with his kids. Um, and when you said you started doing TikTok at the like towards the beginning of. Uh, quarantine I feel like that's so many people like that's when they I think yeah. that's, that's kind of when, when I, I started yeah when I downloaded yeah. TikTok I was yeah. like all right I need something else to do yeah. something to just do. start learning about this yeah and- it's so funny because like my boyfriend doesn't like scroll on TikTok he like will go on like Twitter or something so like it's like a whole different world to him and I'll be like proud of a TikTok and show him and and then I like start to think about it and I'm like wait I'm kind of embarrassed because you're watching me do this like random dance that doesn't make sense but it makes sense to me because I I've already seen 50 people do it and yeah. it's a trend yeah. but to him he's like oh cool and like trying to be supportive but i know in the back <laughs> of his head he's like what is she doing what is like, this this is on the internet and it's like okay this is kind of embarrassing but it's like yeah. funny because if you don't go on tiktok it can be like wait what <laughs> yeah. yeah i know the trends are like really hard to explain to people that don't use it and you're like there's this trend yeah. and they do and then you're just like whatever yeah. you're not gonna yeah. understand you're like, never mind. it's tiktok yeah. it's tiktok <laughs> yeah you don't need to know it so we want to talk a little bit about like productivity with you i feel like i, I can't tell if i'm good at this or if i'm not because i feel like the definition of this is like somebody always has something different to say so mm-hmm. why don't you tell us like what what does this mean to you? And like, how would you describe being productive? Yeah, productivity for me is just trying to make my life as easy as I can. For me, when I think of like productivity, I think of like work kind of. And like for me, I'm like a huge to-do list person and I just wanna be like organized and make the most out of my day because it's really easy to not you know if you wake up and you start scrolling if I go on my like if I start scrolling on TikTok in bed like I'll be there for three hours so for me like something that helps my productivity is just like getting right up and having a morning routine I do like my morning routine every single day unless I'm on like vacation or something like that or there's some days I obviously don't but when I'm trying to be productive I know the little habits that kind of keep me on track for the day because if not then I just kind of I can easily just be like more lazy which is totally fine some days but yeah just trying to find like habits and stuff that make your day-to-day life just more organized I would say that that's like to me what productivity is what about you guys what would you consider your like day-to-day yeah I'm really good at lists I like that you mentioned (laughs) that because that is like my favorite thing I being organized is something that we are a little bit different with that like I am so organized I need things to be done weeks in advance otherwise Mm -hmm. like so I can get I like to be ahead like that is just like how I feel productive and how I feel like I'm getting somewhere you're Mm -hmm. not necessarily like that no but you're productive like no I'm definitely Caitlin I don't know if you can see over my shoulder right there what can you see that what? yeah a little list okay that is a to-do list that I Julia made that wrote to-do for me. <laughs> because it's that's how she be, it's hanging on the fridge we get a new one like every week because that's how she thinks of productivity um I and love how that she I'm gonna start using to, that well it, it's, <laughs> it's the it list that we have to do yes. things together it's not like his list it's like this is stuff we need to get done we have to pack because we're moving like yeah. things like that where I'm like I need you to do this with me. So I want to put a list up here so you can look at it. I don't have to scream at you and tell you what to do. Yeah. That's kind of like, 
that's kind of like a life hack to hang it right on the fridge because then you're reminded of it. You know, if you, some people struggle with writing to-do lists or a planner because they write the planner in the morning and they're like, okay, I'm going to get so much done. They close the planner and then they never go back to it, which I totally understand. That's how I am if I do it like notes in my phone. Mm -hmm. But having it out is kind of like a life hack because then you are always being reminded of it. I like that idea. Totally. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it, it's... um. I think the the act of like writing and keeping it there is such a psychological hack. And it's sitting right next to our computer right here are like a stack of sticky notes. And yeah. I, I don't know if you know this, sticky notes were actually created, uh, well, they're created by like 3M, like a pretty big company, but they were created uh, on accident. Uh, a, a doctor was like kept writing his prescription cards and he's like, I need to keep them somewhere. So he w- would like lick the back of it and stick it on the wall and it would stay. So then he was like, wait, this might be an idea. So then he made them. This is a doctor? Yeah, it's like, this is like a real oh. story. And it ended up being um, like, I think it's like 3M's like most uh, widely sold and distributed product for like, they're a massive company. Um, That's crazy. And But yeah. the actual like psychology behind how post-it notes get used is like why they're so successful. And so before COVID at my, uh, I used to go into my office in Washington, D.C. all the time. And people would always give me a hard time because everything I would do was on a sticky note. So if I was on like a work call and it was like, hey, Pat, can you do this? Or I need to do this. I would write it on a sticky note and I would put it on my desk. And then one, it kept me from, like, I would never forget because it was written down and it was right there. But then the really rewarding part for me was being able to pick up the sticky note, crumble it, and throw it away yeah. when I was done. Yeah. So it like was checking like, off your list. Yeah, like, exactly. So, like, the whole, like, psychology behind it was, like, I mean, it's amazing. Um, yeah. But, I, you know, you talked earlier about, like, um, routine and I think specifically your morning routine, I think that has become like a big thing for us and a big thing that we probably didn't realize before like marriage and moving in together. Like I can always tell how our day is going to be within the first Mm -hmm. like 30 minutes of how we are when we're awake. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's like if we do get up and it's kind of like a mosey around, I don't want to take the dog out, you make the bed, blah, blah, blah. Like, it's going to be a mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah type of day. Yeah. Or like our most productive mornings, and we both know this, it's like we wake up, she takes the dog out, I make the bed, uh, I immediately work out, she'll start doing some stuff, and then it's like, and then she'll go work out, and then I'm home with the dog, so it's like the trade. Yeah. It's like from that point on, the rest of the day, I feel like those are definitely our most productive days. I want to yeah. hear your morning routine. Yeah, and I'm like the type of person where I like to be, I like a chill morning routine where I wake up, I journal, I make my breakfast, Mm. I do a to-do list, and then I'll like go work out. And um, something that you were saying, like how you notice that some days if you guys don't do that, you have like, you notice your day just like kind of goes downhill. And a lot of people will like ask me like in my comments and stuff, they'll say like, well, how do you just like do the morning routine like I know what I would want to do but how do you actually like do it in the morning and find the motivation and I think it's just important to like realize those things where it's like I'm going to have a good day if I do that so you have to just like show up for yourself and just get it done because it's obviously not easy to be a productive like morning person or whatever 
you have to like it is going to be a struggle but you just want to like show up for yourself and do those things and for me I'm like a realist type of person like I know that I'm not going to like wake up right in the morning go run and like all these different things it's just not my personality so I've just like set up a morning routine like I said where I just wake up make my coffee make my breakfast journal and then like I know that I like to work out in the morning so just like little things it doesn't have to be this huge like two hour thing because we all have to like get to work and stuff so just like I found like that I just need like 30 minutes and if I show up for myself right then and there then I'll like I'll have like that good day going forward so that's what motivates me to do it every single morning yeah yeah I think that's perfect and like how you said doing a morning routine that like works for you and Mm -hmm. for you like you said you like you want something simple and just kind of, I think how you said it is, I don't picture that morning routine starting at like 5.30 in the morning. Like you like to give yourself a little bit of that time. I like that too. And, yeah. and I think that's how a lot of people, um, so another guy I work with is like a huge morning routine guy and he swears by it, but he swears by everybody needs to be awake and out of bed by 6 a.m. <laughs> and I'm like, wow, that's really tough. Uh, I'm not that person and I don't want to be that person. That's the other thing. Yeah. But imagine how, how good we'd feel if we had like two hours where you could do nothing like before the day. <laughs> yeah, but you're not doing nothing. But that would be nice. But yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> but I think being like real with yourself, like, okay, I like this. I'm, I don't want to be up so early and I, I know I'm not going to get up and go run five miles immediately. Like I want to give myself like a little bit of like, you know, that however what it's 30 to 45 minute of like, journal have a cup of coffee like make some food and then I'll do that like being honest with Mm -hmm. yourself about what is realistic yeah yeah a realist and yeah I like how you were saying like how you noticed that I was saying that my morning routine is going to be different than your guys's and I think it's important for people to just know that everyone is different in all aspects of life and things work for different people like you love to write on sticky notes and crunch them in on the end of the day some people might like to tally or whatever it is like on their phone so Mm -hmm. that's like always been something that I've been working on the past like two years when I first got into wellness was I'm going to focus on me. What do I need? Like what makes me feel good? And like just being like selfish with like me, you know, and Mm -hmm. that's like my main focus. And that's what's like brought me the most like happiness and structure and really like paid off was focusing my on me and not what everyone else is doing on social media and stuff. Yeah. I like that you say that too, because I do feel like, um, everyone's trying, we're all saying like, you know, you have to do what's right for you. You have to do what you feel is like you because you're not going to do what someone else likes. I think today there's so much content out there and like someone might find your page and be like, oh my gosh, you know, she journals in the morning. Let me try that. And then they might scroll and the next person is also a wellness page. And they're like, I do this in the morning. And it's like you, and there's so much content. Like it's impossible to like, I find myself sometimes being like, overwhelmed with like the amount of things I want to try or listen to or do or start doing because I'm like oh my gosh that's what these people are doing but it's not necessarily what's going to work for me so that's like actually a pretty big struggle is like figuring out like what works for you and like sticking to it and realizing that I feel like yeah I think social media is so good for that aspect of like finding new people new things and inspiration but you have to like realize that it is just inspiration and motivation and then like find the boundary of okay but now let me try it and if it doesn't work for me then you know like some people might not like to journal you know and yeah that's okay that you don't have the same morning routine as someone else because it's their morning routine doesn't have to be yours there's no right or wrong to a morning routine you know 
Yeah. Yeah, I feel like it's that way with <laughs> everything. everything in life. I mean, the the hot topic for Julia and I recently is talking about like where we're going to live and, you know, all that fun stuff. And one thing with that is like buying a house versus renting. And we, you know, you talk to people you trust and they give you their advice or their insight. So we talk to this one person and then say, you guys should definitely buy a house. And then we talk to the next person we love and trust and we ask for their insight and they say, don't buy a keep house. renting, yeah. don't buy a house. And then like, that's like, you know, the, the one step removed. And then we go, um, like listen to other podcasts. We just listen to this other podcast together and we go into this thinking like, all right, maybe we should buy a house. Like that's kind of what we were thinking about. And his whole thing is like, don't buy a house. So we're like, <laughs> oh my goodness. And I think to pull it all together, it's like, you know, the, the what works for you, like mm-hmm. the, that saying, like what works, there's a lot of different things that work, right? Like, you know, you can buy a house, that's great. You can rent, that's great. You can Airbnb, you can live out of van, you can do anything and all of that works. But the hard part is like for you. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like figuring out what works and then figuring out what is for you. Mm-hmm. Like that's the hard part. Yeah. It's like the million dollar question. Everyone like it's not going to be easy to find that. So that's why it's yeah. like called a journey with whatever it is. It's your fi- your house journey or fitness mm-hmm. journey, whatever it is. It's like everyone's going to have their own journey. And that's it's just how it has to be because there is no like, oh, this is what's going to be, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's a part of the like that's I think the fun the, part. Well, too. that's the fun part, but that's like the part of the mindset, right? Because I think a lot yeah. of people think of uh to me like real estate falls under like personal finance. So like my personal finance thing, I need to be or I need to confidently know that that's going to be a journey, right? My personal wellness right now, like where it is today on September whatever today's date is, like it may not be in a good spot today because of what's going on in the world, you know, whatever, but it's part of a longer journey that is going to get me to a better spot. My like physical fitness where it is today is part of a journey. And Mm -hmm. like, you know, Mm -hmm. the mindset of, of thinking about it in that way, I think is like really healthy and like the right way to think about it. Yeah. Okay. Let's go into some of your recipes or just like food in general. Like, um, I found your account through, um, one of your like I don't know if it was an oats thing but it was like a brownie in a cup oh yeah little I didn't make it yet but I keep like seeing a- it and I'm like I need to make this because it looks amazing <laughs> and healthy so how did you are you like do you cook like did you have you always yeah. been into like cooking and like how did you come up with the or how do you come up with these like healthy yeah. recipes I feel like we cook a decent amount like a few times a week but we struggle to find like new recipes especially healthy ones and then i feel like you do a lot of good breakfast ideas yeah that was a lot breakfast is my favorite yeah so like a huge thing of why i started my foodie page is for the same reason of you saying we love to cook but it's hard to find like new recipes and stuff so i was like oh i like that's how i felt too so i was like oh i'll make a page because I might have an idea for a recipe that someone else might not know, you know? So they go on my, yeah. that's like the main part of my page is just to post my recipes for other people to try and maybe they'll like them too. And I got into like cooking a lot just when I got into like wellness and wanting to feel good. And I love like cooking and stuff at home. I also eat out like all the time too, but I just like, again, I find balance between cooking and that type of thing. And also I love like meal prepping. I show a lot of like meal prep recipes because I'm like 
I'm always in a rush. It's like a joke between my family and like me. I'm just like the type of person where I will, I'm always moving. So my recipes are just like fast. Like I am not the page to go to if you like want this huge, like elegant, amazing, like don't want that four course meal. Yeah. <laughs> we I'm want just quick. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm like quick. I have no patience, but I want it to taste good because if it doesn't taste good, I'm not going to want to cook at home. I'm not going to enjoy it. So those are like my key things is all my recipes. I want them to be fast. I want it to taste good. And I also want it to make me feel good. So that's where like the inspiration for me for cooking comes from. And then with like finding like what to do, like recipes and stuff is like I'll scroll on Pinterest and see one and tweak it or whatever it is. Like if I just see a picture of something, I'm like, oh, that looks good. Or those two sound together. But a huge thing is like if I'm out at restaurants or on vacation and I see or I get a meal or something, I love recreating things at home. Like um, have you guys ever been to Zinke, that restaurant in California? No. Yeah. Yeah, we did. We did. I think we have. Yeah. There's something in, uh, called a like, late. I don't know if there's a multiple of them, but we were in one in Newport Beach. Uh, yep. Yeah. yeah. There's like this um, bowl there that's my favorite. Like this is my favorite restaurant dish. It's called the Lay Bowl. And I remake it at home all the time. So I always find like recipe inspo when I'm out at restaurants and stuff. That's like my favorite way to like find recipe inspo for home. And it's fun too. You must be good at that because I feel like I've tried to recreate stuff and then I'm like, it's not good. So I'm not going to recreate it because I'd rather just get it there. But you yeah. must like put your own twist to it or something. I'm sure it's like really yeah. good because I feel like I'm trial not good at that. But yeah, yeah. It's a lot of trial and error for sure. Yeah. 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 That's So my cooking journey recently, I mean, this is like strictly like a during COVID thing. So before like us getting married and moving in, I lived in DC by myself in a under 300 square foot apartment by myself. And my kitchen was tiny. Crap. It was like crappy, like <laughs> such a fire hazard. Like I refused to ever cook because I thought the place was just gonna burn down. So I, I was like a eat out three meals a day. Um, and I was like, this isn't going to work for yeah, me. Yeah, it, it, it just wasn't good. It, there were no parts of it. There was zero balance to it. I was eating out three meals a day, and, like, that was it. Um, but since we lived with uh, Vivian uh, Audi and her brother, Alex, and Alex was, like, a chef. Like, he literally worked in a restaurant as a chef and was amazing. Like, he taught me so much to the point where, like, I enjoy cooking now, and I definitely don't mm-hmm. claim to be, like, good at it. Uh, you're creative sometimes creative. <laughs> sometimes I'll like throw some stuff together and we love it like last night I made a pretty good dinner I was proud of yeah and then there have been a couple times where we're like <laughs> uh, not... let's have a couple bites and then let's call the pizza place we live next to <laughs> and have pizza for dinner no but it's trial and error yeah it's been good yeah yeah it but it it has been I mean a journey for me and like exposing me to I do think there's like a creative aspect to it right like yeah you know I don't make my things try and look aesthetic. Like in the end, to me, it's all about like the creativity of like what can I throw together and turn it into something. And this actually causes fights between Julia and I. I was just about to say you're about to start a fight. Yeah, I'm about to start a fight. (laughs) Let's Um, hear it. (laughs) So my like way when I cook and um, like I like to open the pantry, open the fridge, open the freezer, like look around and say, okay, what can I try and make? And Julia is the complete opposite. She likes to have a, um, a recipe that she finds somewhere and um, 
and like follow the recipe like you know bullet point by bullet point so this is a two-part question for you what is your approach with that and mm -hmm. then the other part for us is shopping like going to the grocery store I'm my I take the same approach to going to the grocery store I I'm like I'm just gonna go and grab stuff like whatever I come out of there with I'll be able to turn it into something where Julia what we cook for dinner those like during the week she I wants to have she makes the list based on yeah. that and then she goes to the grocery store and buys each I guess I don't like thing. not knowing what we're gonna have I like being like yeah. Monday through Friday this is what we're gonna have I'm gonna go to the grocery store and I'm gonna get these ingredients otherwise it's kind of like oh uh, let's just put something together and that's yeah, like I, I get anxiety over that that's how we're different so yes so I have to do a list before the grocery store that's like one of my number one things <laughs> Julia's like yes yes or I just no. <laughs> um so I like what I always do is I'll write down my recipes and then I'll write down everything I need for the recipe. And then I go to my fridge and pantry and I'll say, okay, I have this, I have this, I have this. That way, when I do go to the grocery store, I make sure I have everything because mm. it's funny because then when I get home, when I go to cook, I'm more the like Pat's way where I just am like, okay, now I just want to like grab and go and not look at a recipe. So it's kind of like, I know my personality type is to be like, wanting to just like go with the flow and rush so i set myself up for success for making sure i have that stuff in the fridge because if i get going and i'm like oh i need spinach and then i don't have spinach then i'm like oh i don't not doing it you know what i mean yeah. yeah it's like so i'm like a little bit of both i would say but for people who are like trying to like cook at home and stuff more i think that it would be beneficial to do like a list with what recipes you want because then when you look at the fridge, it's not so overwhelming with, wait, now I need to look on Pinterest, but okay, then I have to go to the grocery store too. It's already, mm -hmm. already there. So you're like one step closer to like cooking. You yeah. know what I mean? So yeah, I definitely am like team list at the grocery store. <laughs> Do you ever just look in your fridge though? And you're like, I want to try to make something and like just put yeah. stuff together. Another thing too that has helped is I feel like I have like built a good like pantry of like what I use a lot. Like I use oat flour a lot. I use oats a lot. And I actually have organized it too with like mason jars and stuff, which takes a lot of time. But once you do it, it's like honestly such like it's life changing because then it's so easy to be like, okay, I have that. And it's easy to like, I'm just like a visual person. Yeah. So Me yeah. Too that we're so, very yeah, alike that, but, <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah okay let's see I, go ahead i need like a, a real quick mm -hmm. breakfast recipe other than because eggs. i feel like i've gotten so and i love breakfast i love actually i love going out for breakfast because i feel like i get to pick off a menu like different things yeah but when we're at home it's like i feel like the same thing every day it's like yeah scrambled eggs throw a little spinach in there and if we have cheese avocado that, like that's like avocado. our yeah like that's, that's our go it every day what can I mix have it up you, with? Have you ever tried like doing something like kind of meal prep where you do it the night before, like an overnight oat situation? That's like my go-to. Yeah, we have. It's been a long time because I feel like yeah. I've made it and I haven't loved it. I maybe need to yeah. try some of your recipes with that because <laughs> I feel like we crave more like salty, salty yeah. meat. I don't know, yeah. like for breakfast. But I, I or like yeah. I would like to have like a mixture. But I like the oats yeah. idea. I mean. I'm also, I usually do like, I like to switch it up. So I'll do like, if I do like sweet one day, then I'll usually do like savory the next, not all the time, but like, that's usually just what I end up craving. And so my savory option would be like an egg sandwich. I like kind of like avocado toast, but like, then I make it into a sandwich 
And that's been like one of my favorite recipes right now, just like with avocado, egg. What's your guys' like favorite bread that you guys buy at the store? I feel like everyone has like their favorite like go-to like bread. Do you guys have We one? buy a lot of Dave's Killer Bread. That's a that's like my favorite one right yeah, now too. I really like that. Yeah. I love that Which one. Which we do like with toast and stuff too. Yeah. Yeah. I guess, what was it? Two mornings ago, Julia, so there's like a coffee's place a couple blocks from us and they do, I can't even call them good because I, I get an egg and cheese on a croissant and <gasps> it's not like a food place. Like they probably just I don't it's know, a microwave it, like whatever. But it's so good. I don't but know. But it's so it good. I think they put crack in it or something. Yeah, it's, it's so, so good. <laughs> but the other, it's just like the, the other morning, Julia was like, man, I'm really craving a breakfast sandwich. And that got me really excited. And uh, we still haven't gotten one. So you made them before, though. We, we don't eat meat. So we try a lot of like vegan sausages and yeah. stuff. And like the, some of them are good. Some of them are terrible. terrible. But um, <laughs> are you well. like, is there stuff that you don't eat? No, I yeah, no, there's nothing in my diet that I don't eat. What I was going to say is because you guys said that you have like your go to like when you like want something out, you get like your croissant egg sandwich. My like mm-hmm. number one thing when I like wake up and I'm like, okay, I want to go get a coffee is the Starbucks egg bites. Have you guys ever tried them? No, but I, I haven't see had them. the egg bites. No. Yeah, we haven't had them. I get them in. Uh, do you guys eat eggs? Because are you vegan or are you? No, we eat eggs. You we eat, eat eggs. eggs. Yeah. yeah, you guys have to try them. They're so good. Like I get them in like every YouTube pe- YouTube video. People are like, you get those every day. I'm like, I know. I'm <laughs> I love them. them. <laughs> I love them. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay, good. Those are good things to try. Yeah. I want to look at more of your recipes. You have so many and they like the fact that they're quick and easy makes me like, all right, we're going to we're going to try these (laughs) because I like quick and easy and healthy. All right. So we've talked about productivity. We just talked about some of the the nutrition, the cooking, the um, different recipes there. I think another thing you said that you're passionate about is like kind of like fitness and, and working out. Um, mm-hmm. What's kind of your r- routine with that? Are you a, yeah. a group fitness? Do you do it by yourself? Are you a runner, a walker, a marathoner? What do you do? Oh, gosh. I love group fitness classes, but the day-to-day basis, I work out alone in, the, in my gym at my apartment just because it's easiest mm-hmm. for me. But I've been lifting for like two years now. So lifting is like my workout routine. And I also work out intuitively. Like I don't have any type of like fitness routine, like like plan or anything like that, that I go on right now. I've just been kind of like seeing what feels good. But I also have a lot of experience with working out. So I know mm-hmm. how to like, I know like different workouts and stuff like that. So I definitely have experience in it in fitness so it just has been easy for me to kind of like wake up and figure out okay well I did what what do I want to do today you know um so yeah I definitely lift and then another thing that I've been obsessed with is doing 12 330 have you guys heard of that workout no you haven't no No. it's um another influencer her name is Lauren Geraldo she came up with this workout I'm sure a lot of like listeners have heard about it they might know yeah yeah, it's like viral. So you do 12 incline, three speed for 30 minutes on the treadmill. So it's like an incline walk. And I love it because I it's just like motivating for me to be like, okay, 30 minutes, like just set it at that and then just go. And then I watch like a YouTube video or something while I do it. So I love doing that exercise or workout. And yeah, all credit to her. I did not make that up, but yeah. a lot of people do it. <laughs> no, that's not, I feel like you would like that. You like those like increment type of workouts. Yeah. And mm-hmm. like we like to do quicker ones too. Yeah I, yeah, I definitely, I mean, so you do some group fitness stuff, yeah. like going to the, the solid core classes. I, 
I just work out at our apartment gym. Um, I feel like when I'm at my best in the gym is when I am following like a routine. And I, mm-hmm. I actually just started one, I guess, like last a plan, Monday, like a, a week and a plan. half ago that I'm pretty excited about. And, yeah, you know, I, I do have a lot of experience working out. But when I get there, I feel like I always just do the same like uh, yeah. five, five exercises where I like need to be, yeah, need to switch it up and have somebody else say, do this many sets for this many reps and well, yeah. it helps. What, what sports did you play growing up? I did gymnastics and cheerleading. Okay, I was a gymnast yeah. too. So I was wondering, cause after gymnastics, I, I did it for like, you know, 15 years. And then I was like, what am I gonna do now? Like when, yeah. I, when I was done, I was like, what am I gonna do? And I started like running and then realized that that was like so bad for my hips and it, I still do it sometimes, but so yeah how did you get into lifting from like because that would definitely not be like my coming from being First. a gymnast which obviously that was yeah. a long time ago but um I'm not even sure like why I think it was honestly the first thing I tried after um cheerleading because in high in high school I like did lift like through cheerleading and stuff like my coach also lifted so I just like knew about that and a lot of my friends did so that was honestly like the first thing that I had tried um but I also do like yoga a lot I I feel like I do a little bit of everything because when I do like fall off on like motivation which everyone does nobody's motivated every single day of the year I really Mm -hmm. like to switch it up because I find that that like helps me get re-inspired with fitness um because when like what um Pat was saying when you start to not have like a routine or something that you're excited about. You feel like you're just like kind of bored or doing the same things. So that's definitely something that I like to do is just switch it up and do like a complete different style of workout. And I usually, the way that I do that is like going to a class or something, just cause if I'm not experiencing yoga, like I'm not gonna be able to like do a whole yoga session by myself. So trying different workout classes and stuff like that can help with motivation. Yeah. Yeah, totally. I, I think definitely the, uh, like staying in the routine of working out, but not in the routine of doing the same thing yeah. every day, I think is a huge help. Yeah. So. But a routine is like what helps you continue to work out. I'm saying out. like still go to the, like, you know, if you're going to the gym, like do that in a routine manner, but don't always do the same workout. Don't always do, yeah. you know, X, Y, Z. Like mm-hmm. you can spice it up a little bit. Yeah, so. totally. When I first started getting into like working out and stuff, to where I'm at now, like a huge part of fitness for me is like my mindset with it. I know we've mentioned mindset a few times. So that's another thing that I really focus on is knowing that like um, fitness to me, it's like I get to work out. I don't have to work out. And when I think of it in that sort of way and be like more grateful for the fact that I can go and work out, gets me to the gym a lot more. And like, I'm a lot more excited to be there when I have that mindset change of just like, I get to be here. I don't have to be here, you know? Yeah, mm-hmm. I was literally going to talk to you about that because I wrote down, I like, I kept seeing you say, like, I get to work out. It's not like no one's forcing you to. Um, so yeah. I just thought that was interesting. And I think people need to think about it more like that. Yeah. And it'll be more motivating. So. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. well, I think it's like that with a lot of different, like, like working out, I get to work out, not I have to work out. It's, I try and remind myself at work, right? It's like I get yeah. to work out or I get to work, which I wish I didn't always have to, <laughs> but I get to. Yeah. But it's it, a hard it, it mindset, is, but it is. Yeah. Well, you know. I, um, 
it reminds me of this meme that you guys have probably seen, like, and it's kind of sad. Like, if you still get phone calls from your parents and it'll say, like, a phone ringing and it says, like, mom or dad. Mm-hmm. Like, just be grateful that you get those phone calls still. Totally. Right? Yeah, like, yeah. You know, like, helps put into perspective. Like, you still get, like, you get to work. You get to work out. You get to get those phone calls. Like, yeah. all of it really is, like, a privilege because, you know, how many people are there that wish they could work out or mm-hmm. wish they had a job yeah. or you know, all of it there. Yeah. And um, I, I definitely think that mindset also contributes to like health, you know, I, everything kind mm. of, it, it, there's just so many factors. And for me, like mindset is one of my biggest ones. Cause like you said, you can relate it to so many different things. So for me, like I found that mindset through fitness, but I've carried it through so much of my life and it helps me just be like a lot more grateful and, another thing like going off of like being grateful and waking up in like a good mindset if somebody struggles with that you could do like um gratitude journaling where you just write a list in the morning of just 10 things you're grateful for that day and they can be small too and sometimes I feel like the small ones are even more impactful because you don't really think every day oh I'm so grateful to take a shower you know so Mm -hmm. it just like starting the day with a good mindset is also super helpful and motivating and that's like one of my biggest tips is probably um gratitude journaling yeah, I feel like it's the obviously the littlest things that like you don't even realize until you don't have them anymore. And then you're yeah. like, oh, I wish I had that. And it's hard to be grateful when you're in the moment. But like writing them down and like doing that like yeah. gratitude journal, I feel like it's so helpful because it just like reminds yourself. Yeah, put puts you in the mindset yeah. of yeah. being grateful, which is, I think, a great mindset to be in. And mm-hmm. we, we've heard that from a lot of people. And I know that's a popular um you know, I know folks who started it over the pandemic, like they needed a better morning routine and like reminding themselves of things that they are grateful when there was so much going on in the world that we weren't grateful for. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And, you know, w- we've heard a lot about it. It's not something that we do, or at least I don't do. I don't know if you do it behind my back, but it, and Gratitude actually last. Yeah. yeah. But I last, um, I think it was December, last December. Uh, we had this idea following like after Thanksgiving, like things we're thankful for. Um, we wrote a letter every morning, like a handwritten letter, and we put it in the mail to somebody that we were thankful for. And Aww. we did that every morning. That was like our routine. We would wake up. It was a January if, thing. We no, did maybe it was January every day for the in month. January, yeah. But it was like our like wake up, do our routine. Like, you know, I would still go to the gym. We'd get back. And then when we would sit down and have coffee together, it was like, all right, we're going to have coffee and each write our own letter. And it was such like a cool experience to do because one, it was like good for like selfishly, like it was good for me because it was effectively like gratitude journaling. Yeah. But two, I was sending letters like I think of like, you know, 30 people I had to send a letter to. Like I was sending letters yeah. to people I hadn't talked to in a couple months. And for them to get a letter, like I got so many texts or phone calls saying like, thank you so much. Like it helped me reconnect with people that I hadn't talked with. It was like, you know, kind of like re-engage some uh, friendships, which was nice. Yeah. I love that. It's cool. Like talking to other people and hearing like what they do and what little things that they've like put into their routine. And that's like another reason why I love like connecting with people and talking about this topic, because now it's like, I actually want to like go do that. And that's such a cool thing to do. And it might make my morning routine better. And same thing with you guys, you might try out gratitude journaling or whatever it is. So that's Mm -hmm. like so cool. I love that idea. Yeah. 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 It was cool. It was 
it was a good like, it was cool it was it was kind of funny because <laughs> some of the ones at like the beginning like we both wrote to our parents and we wrote to our parents separately like we each wrote our own and then it was like you know i started th- and i have a big family i'm one of seven kids so when i started writing stuff to my brothers and sisters it was like wow i i think of them as friends but i really have so much to be thankful for in those yeah. um like those relationships and then when I started writing, you know, after my siblings, I started writing to some of my guy friends and it made us connect on such like an emotional level because like, yeah. I don't know how most people are, but like, I don't usually, when I see my guy friends say like, Hey, I'm grateful for you. Thank for, thank you for being my friend. You've really helped me with this, this, and this love Pat. Like I never did that. And it like helped us kind of, yeah. Like, yeah. you know, I feel like connect on like a different level, which was cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's so cool. So. I've never heard, like, I've never even, like, heard of anyone doing that before. So I'm, like, in awe. I'm, like, that is the best idea I've ever heard. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You, you definitely should try it. I think it would be be cool. Yeah. yeah. So. Um, all right. So wrapping it up. we Let's what? do some Spitfire questions. Are yeah. There any in here? There's a few oh, questions yeah, from okay. people. What? <laughs> okay. No, I just read a couple once. So yesterday, I don't know, Julia put on her story that you yeah. were going to be on and just, like, said, hey, if you have questions put them in the box. And that, I just screenshotted a few. Yeah. and So we're so going to ask you some questions. Let's just do these like kind of rapid Fast. fire. Yep. Kay. One meal to eat forever. <gasps> Death row meal. Pasta. Oh. Pasta. All right. Meal prep tips. What's your best meal prep tip? Pick one day of the week to do it. Like that you do it consistently. Like yeah. I do it on Sundays. Yeah, that's helpful. So you do it for Sunday for the whole week? For the whole week. Yeah. Well, I and what I actually do for meal prep is I'll just do, for me, what works is I'll do, like, the things that take the longest, like chicken. Even if I don't Mm. know what I'm going to, like, put the chicken in throughout the week, I have chicken made in the fridge, and then I'll add it to recipes. So I'll do chicken or I'll do meats. I'll do vegetables and then just like anything that takes a little bit longer. Like I'll chop my fruit or whatever it is. So that's how I meal prep. I just kind of like section it off in that type of way. Like it's just prepping for meals. Right. And you like, can like add stuff. You don't have to yeah. be like, this is exactly what I'm eating. On yeah. Because that, that yeah. to me has like gets kind of boring for me. Yeah. Yeah. What is your ultimate drink? Is this like? Um, a, I'm like a cold brew person. I love cold brew cold brew splash of oat milk but if it's fall then i add pumpkin puree to my coffee and it's so oh, so good i saw you do that and i was like this is cool so good it gives you the flavor without it being like so sugary too yeah yeah so good that that sounds good um all right what if the question was your favorite alcoholic drink do you have one yes i am a pinot grigio girl i Ooh. love white wine fancy white wine we're red wine B- people. Bougie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, what are your favorite activewear brands? Yeah, that was the one I wanted to ask you. Preferably too. smaller um, ones that we probably don't know about. Mm. Is what the person wrote. Um, Set Active is probably my number one worn brand, and mm. then recently, within the past couple of months, I've really been into Aloe because I feel like their designs come out like they come out with a lot of different designs and patterns, which I really like. It's hard to find different looking activewear that you can like feel cute going to like coffee after and stuff because I wear activewear all the time but I Mm -hmm. also love looking like put together so those are two brands where I feel like it's activewear but you can also like wear it out and feel super super cute yeah I've never worn aloe but I've worn set active you should try TLF too oh yeah I've tried them I love them so yeah they're not as like chic 
as like aloe, but they're just like comfortable yeah. and I feel like I, yeah. that's why I like them. What's your favorite sweet that doesn't fuck up your diet? Is that even a real that's question? That's an exact quote. Um, well, I don't, I like all, like I'm, I don't have a diet, so nothing would like mess it up. So can we reword it? Like maybe just say favorite What's your sweet. F- yeah. What's your favorite sweet? My favorite sweet is for sure dark chocolate. Like I have dark chocolate probably like every night of the week on, even if we like go and get like pressed ice cream, which is one of my favorites. Like I'll come home and I'm, I still need dark chocolate to end the night. I love that too. <laughs> gotcha. Yes. You're Boyfriend's name is Hunter? Yes. Uh, somebody wrote, what's a funny story about Hunter? <laughs> <laughs> I would say the funniest thing is like what I talked about earlier when I show him like TikToks and he tries to be supportive because he's like the sweetest person ever. Everyone like always says that about him. So it's like yeah. looking at his face is so funny because like I know him so well that he's like, wow, this video is so good. And inside I know he's like, this is so not, this is embarrassing. Like, <laughs> yeah, don't yeah, post yeah. this on the internet. So At least he's, he's very supportive. Yeah, I, I think like that's, that's good. good. Yeah, I, I think that's perfect on the, the rapid fire. Yeah, that was good. There was a lot <laughs> there. Yeah. Cool. Okay, well, is there anything else that you wanted to add or mention or let the audience know? And then you can let um, us know your plugins and everything. Yeah. Um, well, if you're looking, if you've been looking to make your social media feed like more or feel more positive when you're on social media just definitely like focus on following people who make you feel more positive and stuff I feel like I always talk about that on my TikTok so I'm sure everyone listening loves like following people and podcasts and stuff so just focus on who makes you feel good when you're following them and continue to follow people like that that's what I would say yeah (laughs) yeah that's perfect. perfect I think that's a great tip yeah all right, let us know where everyone can find you. And okay. Yeah. My Instagram and TikTok is just at Caitlin Nolan with an extra N at the end. And then my YouTube is Caitlin Nolan. And then I also have a food like recipe page, which is Foodie Girl. Cool. Thank you so much mm-hmm. for coming on. We loved having you. And I hope everyone got some great tips out of that. I feel like it was very informative and just fun to yeah. talk to you. So thank you for coming on. Thank I you guys like I so much. I learned a lot there. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you guys so much. It was so fun.